Hello friends, this is Pat. I am currently at my house in Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, it is Sunday night and it's a mad dash to get everything done before we leave for the final warp tour in a couple days. Um, so yeah, this uh, this week in the podcast, me and Garrett talked with Gary Farincheck, a good friend of ours, um, who kind of took us under his wing. Um, to give you a little backstory, he was working for good charlotte and they took us out on our first full tour and really taught us how to be good people in the music industry and i uh i I would like to think that we've done a good job of making them proud and continued to carry on the the legacy of what they've um of what they've shown us um and what he has taught us in in particular and we kind of get into that in the chat so you guys will hear that in a second uh yeah besides that it's just crazy craziness around here my my house is filled with with boxes and soon to be more um with all the merch and gear getting ready for tour at eight in the morning i'm going to pick up a truck to load all of our gear and then we're going to practice um and get ready for tour we've got a good set list for you guys that I think I think you will dig and uh and yeah just getting getting ready for the madness that'll be the final warp tour um and also I I I, I just kind of posted this on our Instagram but um this will also be the final tour that we have on the lovely little, lovely little lonely album cycle and it is it is sad but uh, exciting at the same time because that means that new music is going to come after this. Um, so yeah, just want to say thank you because I don't know. I, I this has been the past uh, year and a half um, for me personally. You know, has had uh, tons tons of highs and couple uh, times that were. Not so high, but um, the the support that you guys have shown us and just how fun going on tour has been this whole time has really kept everyone going. And um, thank you. And I, you know, I think a lot of times you you guys will say what you know what the songs and the band means to you, but um, you know, I don't know how often it is that we're able to share how how much it means to us on a, a a personal level and how much it can it can help just get us through the day when uh times are hard. So I am sad to see this 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 era end but uh optimistic for the future and I think uh we're just going to continue to make it more and more special. So thank you. Thank you for the love and uh we're going to get into the chat here with with uh Gary and I hope hope you guys are doing well and uh I will I will talk to you soon. All the love. Bye. Not lately. I mean, I don't really use my an iPod either, though, or my phone. I don't play music off of my phone either, though. I don't really have, like, when I bought the Pono, I was still, like, a sound guy. Well, I was still, you know what I mean? And and part of the reason I bought it was because I wanted to use that to play through PAs and and such. And but by the time I actually got it, I was already not touring anymore. Then what what do you listen to in your car? Uh, usually just. uh, Serious? The radio? We were just talking about well, that. actually, when I'm, I don't really listen to the series too much when I'm at home. I do sometimes, but I listen to NPR and uh, and that WXPN radio station that you guys should all listen to because oh. it's awesome. Oh, I only listen to us. <laughs> well, that's you know, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. A, a musical narcissist. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I only listen to our podcast. Oh, uh, <laughs> and then, then a just a narcissist. narcissist. <laughs> just a just a narcissist. No, I love, man. yeah, I just love the but, my uh, voice. But, but if he only listens, to, actually, I only I only listen to the pat parts. So then you'd be like, <laughs> I uh, mute when I talk. You'd be a spoken word 
obs- obsessist or something. <laughs> with your with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pat's got that very kind of a very sexy voice, don't you think? I I, I mean, way better than my voice. It's a very uh, sexy voice, oh, Pat. It's, you could you you, you could. You you could talk the pants off a. Uh, I don't even know what how to finish that. Why do you think he's yeah. on the phone all the time? Is it true? <laughs> yeah, it's true. To show everyone. Well, you know what he's doing. Constantly. He's talking to people like he's talking to people like Mike Marquis, but he's like, he the way he or a Tim or whoever you know who's trying to tell him what how to run his business, and then he he gets his sexy sultry voice on, and then they <laughs> they completely agree with him. They just can't yeah. not agree. With, yeah. I know. He does that to me. It's so funny when he's convincing me that we need to do something, which is pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he, he'll call and be like, we'll talk about something for a second, and then he, he's pretty good at uh, getting to the point pretty, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And he fucking, you know it, too. You know, <laughs> you know the point of your call. It's like, hey, I don't know if we should be doing this and then within two seconds i'm like dude i'm told i get it (laughs) (laughs) just i yeah i feel like i I spend most of my life on the phone trying to convince people well i'll tell you what i think the last person that disagreed with pat disappeared (laughs) (laughs) like he had he somehow had that person disappeared yeah i wonder who it was like uh, buried in the, I, I can't talk about it. Buried yeah. in the desert. Yeah, yeah. we see that you would have to disappear. Yeah. Oh shit. I gotta watch myself now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Good thing you you quit when you when you did. I got fired. <laughs> you didn't get <laughs> fired. You guys fired me. No, uh, well, well, I guess you kind of got fired. We'll 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 we'll, we'll get to the firing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get there at some. You point. know when you you know how, you know do you want to know exactly how I got fired? Yeah. Are we just gonna go to it now? I, I was yeah. in L.A. Right, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not. Th- this would. This is not podcast material. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was in L.A. Uh, doing a rehe- rehearsal for Selena because she had some big like um, uni- uh, UNICEF benefit that she would do every year, and uh, so we were rehearsing for that. And my dad was sick, like oh. he was really sick. And when I left, he was things were looking up like he had been in the hospital for like two weeks and wasn't doing well and then things were kind of looking up and i'm in my hotel room and i get a call from my stepmother telling me that he just went he just like went everything went bad and they they were basically there was a priest in the room reading him his last rites oh my god and i'm just like man you know and she's i'm talking to her and you know then i hang up and then five minutes later, Tim calls me and tells me I should <laughs> not work for you guys anymore and I should take the Selena case. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. And, and, and he's, like, talking to me about it, and I'm just, like, trying to hold it together. You know what I mean? I was like, Tim, I got to go. Yeah. You know, and then I just, like, you know, rain in the face. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's go. Let's go back to the beginning, not of your life yet, but of. Uh, I got gotcha. you. So ten, it's it's almost ten years to the to the day of of, of when yeah. we met. About three uh, three and a half weeks. We we figured and it out last night. It was like uh, nine years, eleven months, and t- yeah. twenty something uh, days or something. So what what do you re- remember about uh, July eighth, uh, two thousand and eight? Well, in uh, chi- Chicago, Illinois. What was the What was the venue? Uh, the uh, the big one. It was that theater, Chicago theater. No, the uh, not the Riviera. Not, not the Riviera. No, no. Um, whatever. Well, whatever. Okay, yeah, so it was yeah. some big old theater, about four thousand cap, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was in the middle of pulling my hair out trying to get all the camps to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was like Good Charlotte and Boys Like Girls and. Um, and it was the first time we had worked with them, you know what I mean? So it was just, I was production, I was PMing like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was kind of a mess and I didn't, and there was this fourth band added to the bill that I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really pissed off about it. Um, and it ended up being this band called the main yeah. and, uh, I just remember, First thing I remember is Peter Sellers standing there with his shimmering white, big teeth, big smile, <laughs> standing about 60 feet away from me and somebody pointing at me and then him walking over to me and, and 
and just, you know, hi, we're, you know, with Maine, you know, Peter and, you know, and, uh, so we, you know, we got you, I, you know, I guess we got you loaded in and, you know, you guys started to do your thing and I had a million things to do, so I didn't really pay much attention. Besides until fuck these little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think I might've been over it by then, but, um, yeah. but then I just remember you guys like, you know, doors are open and it's time for the time for the main to go on and <clears throat> i just remember seeing these five like children practically <laughs> i mean just these skinny little fucks all dressed the same exactly the same with yeah. well i'm okay if i'm remembering correctly like black pants yeah white t-shirt V-necks. black vest yeah yeah uh with the basketball shoes <laughs> Yeah. And the Did gold the shoes. Yeah, and the, the first part of the tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then with I the gold, uh, with like this gold, like squiggly paint, th- paint like all on over, every, shirts, all over yeah. your yeah. And Did we actually wear that shirt for yeah. for like a first couple shows. Yeah, I, I remember, and uh, all I could think of is, is it's like, is this some sort of weirdo like Mormon family band or something like that? <laughs> you know, like is this like the the the? Uh, I mean, I guess emo wouldn't have been the word, but you know, is this like the? Uh, the pop punk, I hate that term, yeah. uh, like Osmond family or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all, everybody had <laughs> that kind haircut. of like, everybody had that kind of um, same wispy, kind of emo-y haircut, except uh-huh. for Pat. Pat was just straight long hair. and uh, But only like to hear. Like it didn't really have like, yeah, only they had to, like, like your just neck. Chin, just just yeah. past my ears. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and I just remember, I think the first thing I said to you guys collectively as a band was just like, are you guys some, are you guys like all brothers or something? <laughs> like it, it, I gotta say, I, I gotta, my first initial reaction was to be a little, uh, it was kind of creepy, um, <laughs> you know, and then you guys went out and, and you, you, you know, I, I, I understand now from speaking to you guys since then, you know, a few times since then. We've talked to um, that everybody was like scared shitless and you, you know what I mean? Like ready yeah. to play this huge show, but you, you kind of went out and just did your thing. You know, I mean, I didn't, you know, it, it, I, I remember being like, Oh yeah. You know, these guys are, you know, you listen to the music for a little bit and hmm, these guys are, you know, these guys are all right. Kind of. And then I, I think I, I don't know if it was like, if, if, if it was that night that I called Mark's attention to it and I said, Mark, did, if I'm not mistaken, these guys kind of sound like Tom Petty meets the replacements. That's and he agreed. So weird. And he agreed. He was like, "You're yeah, you're right. You're right." You know. I and, never but yet understood playing, the replacements yeah. thing. We got it like the first thing we ever like someone like said that we sound like was the replacements, and I was just like, "What the like fuck? like a review of of our first show that that that, that was in there, and, and we had never." Not one of us had heard a replacement well, song. Well, after that, I was like, I found like a MySpace. I had like two songs that someone posted. I heard Unsatisfied. But I was like, and I remember hearing, I was like, I don't fucking get it at yeah. all. I, I don't get well, the reference. I mean, there was, you know, I think part of it is John. I mean, not that necessarily Maybe that John. John heard him. Not but, necessarily that John, I'm not, you know, sounds just like Paul Westerberg. I mean, that's yeah, not yeah. the case. But there is this kind of like raw, almost folksy Mm-hmm. quality that they both have yeah um you'd never confuse the two or anything like i don't I'm not saying it's like that i mean paul westberg's a little raspier than john but john does have like a yeah he can have kind of a raspy quality to his voice a little bit and um and then there was just i don't know i mean there was just something about you know just the tones and you know what i mean it wasn't you know uh, it was just like this thing like punk what? rock drummer you know yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, this know. punk, punk bass player. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 there was a lot of like, jumping around like, and there were, I, I think there were, you know, I think, well, and, and I think there were tracks on an iPod, which, I, which was, were you guys doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Doing, yeah. So you guys were doing tracks on an iPod and, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, that was just kind of the thing. That's just what popped into my head. And so the creepy subsided because I have respect for Tom Petty and the replacement. So it yeah. was just kind of like, Oh, okay. You know? And then, uh, yeah. And then, then, then you guys were like, you know, grew on us like warts. Little shits. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, I mean, you saved us on that, on that tour completely. 
Uh, well, I mean, you know. Well, not only just being like the best person, but also uh, doing sound for us. And, yeah. And well, sticking I, yeah, up for that, us. That was kind of like the doing the sound for you. I, I just got so tired of like hearing what these the the house guy. You know, I, I don't. I'm not. You know, I certainly don't go around trashing house sound guys. But pretty much night after night, you were get you guys were getting really bad totally butchered. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like, and it was just so. You know, it was, I I finally was just like, all right, I'm I'm just gonna do this because <laughs> I can't. I can't stand by and, and know that this is going on. You know what I mean? Like, I think once you guys kind of like worked your way under my skin a little bit and, you know, we're always nice every, really nice every day in, in a room full of not so nice people. And I mean, you know, I mean, people were cool on that tour. I mean, you know, I made, you know, got to know a lot, a lot of other people and, uh, um, and, you know, and, and obviously I was out, you know, I was specifically working for Good Charlotte, but I was also the production manager for the whole tour. But on the Good Charlotte front, we had been just hard at it already for like, like the, that whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were doing, you know, we were going overseas for like six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks at a time. And, and just like, so we were already just pretty much spent. By that July, I mean, yeah, we were, yeah. you know, I mean, so I think, you know, we were all, we were all kind of like, I, I you know, because that tour was, you know, and then we, I think we just did, we did that tour, and then if I remember correctly, the rest of the year was just like some radio shows and some festivals and stuff like that. So we were winding down, and um, yeah, but then you guys would show up like middle of the day, little a bunch of dirty little kids getting out of a van. You know, everybody else is in a bus, yeah, and everybody and miserable, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're in this, you're, you're, you guys are rolling in and, doing in like a van, like and just excited about like the fact that you even just woke up that morning. You know what I mean? And and yeah. and uh, and just big smile, hi, 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 Gary. You know, <laughs> you know, that stuff. You always, you know, everybody would say hi, and you know, uh, except for Pat, didn't yeah. really say much. No. No, not, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, you didn't like ignore or anything, but yeah. you were just not, you know, Pat was off being crazy somewhere, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he was just doing like, you know, he was kind of the, the baddie one. Yeah. You know, who knew, right? I know. You know? Where was who, he? Yeah. Who, who knew that, that the, the man in the man, you know, like kind of the man with the plan, so to speak, <laughs> which is kind of Pat. Yes. Is, uh, Very much so. uh, was the, was also the, uh, the, the, the kind of like. Like w- weird batshit crazy guy. You were very much so at that, that point. That is, I feel like it's it's changed quite a bit. Yeah, I mean I've, there I've, there aren't too many uh, rat boy sightings and stuff like uh, that. And, uh, hasn't hasn't yeah. happened in eight yeah. eight years or so. I remember uh, yelling at you at uh, I think it was house one of the House of Blues. Of Blues. Or, yeah, because you uh, were Orlando or something. I was yeah, like you were like hanging balcony. off of the balcony or something like that. And <laughs> The, the the club manager's like, who's that? You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm like get the fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And he froze <laughs> and climbed over there. Well, yeah, I think, um, you know, I think on on that, that tour, we just really learned a lot. And I, th- I, 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 th- I think, you know, w- w- we were so Im- impressionable at that time that our, we could we, we could have gone in any which direction of how we, like, handled certain things on tour and like like and like and treated other bands so like think like good charlotte and you guys being so good to us made us that's then how we wanted to be to you know because like you have this band like you know good charlotte was someone that we all would you know saw on mtv and had their records and stuff and then to like see that they're were so good to us and like specifically you, you know, I mean, everybody was, everybody was awesome, but, um, yeah, I think that, that really changed the course of our band, you know? Oh yeah. I, I think we, 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 we could have gone in so many different directions if, if, if we had other, uh, influences, you know? Cause, cause I think like, now was that the first tour where, I mean, was that, well, was that the first tour with the van, with the van that you, you know, the van, you know no. what I mean? Like. Cause it, cause I, I seem to remember at least when you showed up, it was clean. Like there was oh, nothing yeah, on yeah. it. No, it and then, happened on that. And then the writing yeah. started. And, and the first thing that I remember seeing, I, and 
I forget where we were. For some reason, I'm thinking LA, but uh, it might, it must have, I'm thinking it was probably sooner than that. The first thing I remember seeing on the van is somebody had taken, and it was like that, like, that shoe polish paint kind of stuff. It the, was a thick it, one. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And it was like, it would just, you know, it's stuff that would just wash off. Um, down the whole side of the van, it just said, Kennedy Brock is sex. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. Well, I didn't know that about Kennedy. I, I, you know, I just thought he was the guitar player. I, you know, yeah. I didn't realize he was also sex. sex. Yeah. Like, the not word. sexy. There, it, did, yeah. it wasn't like there was a Y that kind of yeah, yeah. went wrapped around the back, and I was just wasn't seeing it. it was, that was like the complete statement. And I was just like, what does that even mean? Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys get the, get the good, you know, uh, what is the, what was the, um, the lesbian oh, the, the uh, sign in the, uh, was it the Philippines? Yeah. I was like, I'm a lesbian for Pat. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Something no, like that. that. Yeah. 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 That's a good sign. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a very confusing message. Right. 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 <laughs> well, um, you know. The the, 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 sign, long hair and, the yeah. signing thing happened in like somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah. And then I remember it happened. We we're like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> Our van no! destroyed. Oh, we're so screwed. And then the next show. John told people John to said, not. said, don't. And, and for some reason, we were parked. It was an amphitheater. And we were parked. The van wasn't behind a fence. Mm-hmm. And it was just like right in. It was pretty much in the crowd. And on stage, John's like, please don't ride on the van, please. And we walk to the van after the show, and it sh- that's when it got covered. Yeah. And then the whole thing, over all the windows, uh, the whole thing, and we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, and then, and then after we're just that, like, we after just that, we're just like, just go. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. all of a sudden, there's like spray paint like with some like weird shit on it. That was like, right. that's probably like some weird gang thing. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, it was pretty funny because by you know by the end of that tour, I mean you almost couldn't even tell what color the van was originally. You yeah, know? it's yeah. just like writing over writing over writing. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, or you, people did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right, I th- I think I kind of know the story, but. You starting off, I I I, th- I think there's a. And as 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 we get older into our band, I think there's more more people like after after every show, there's multiple people that come come up to me and they're like, I want to be you know it's a some some girl and she's like I like want to do sound or I want to like be a merch person I want to tour and then you know it's just like or I want to I want I want to be a band and it, you know it seems to be such a common thing, um, and people people just don't know like how to start you know (laughs) just don't know like how to begin um what you just started a a friend's band asked you to come on tour well actually uh it was i mean my roommate was a drummer i was living in the city i was living in downtown philly yeah my roommate was a drummer he didn't have a car i had a car so we would pack his drums up into my car, and I would drive him to his gigs. And, it, you know, it was just like a local kind of punk rock thing, you know, yeah. mid-'80s. And, um, you know, so I'd get there early and help him bring his stuff in, and then I'd just kind of help them. And they were all, all my friends, you know, kind of help everybody set up. And I and then I would just be there, and then the show would happen, and I would be helping out, and then I would help him pack up and then go – you know, go somewhere and get food after the show and then go back home. And then they started doing it like they started getting gigs like a couple hours away, you know, maybe up in Connecticut or down in like Baltimore or D.C. or whatever. And and it would be like three or four cars like caravanning with band gear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there was no van or anything like that. So so I just kind of, you know, and I just enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I just kind of enjoyed like that whole scene you know it was a very it was and it wasn't like all ages shows were only at like elks lodges or some dude's garage or uh there was a there were clubs in philly where it was literally like you know four or five people rented a house and they would do shows in their basement Mm -hmm. you know i mean those were the shows you know these were the kinds of shows they were doing and um 
but yeah, it was just, it was something to do. I mean, it was fun and it was something to do. And, and then they bought a van, you know, for like $400 and, uh, started getting, you know, gigs a little, maybe two or three, maybe do a two or three show thing out to Chicago or something yeah, like yeah. that. Or, and it just became like, you know, cause I had, I had dropped out of college and I, I was just kind of like, I had nothing, I had no plans, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like for the rest of my life, I had no, <laughs> I had no plans. And, uh, so I would just do, you know, I would just do, I, and then it just became a thing, you know, well, Hey, can you do us a favor? Tell the sound guy not to do this or tell the sound guy not to do that. And, and I had a couple friends who kind of knew, kind of knew how to do sound that could kind of show me you know, well, this is a fader, you know, you, you turn this up and the guitar goes louder and quieter, you know, like, yeah. uh, and, and I just kind of like went from kind of keeping tabs on the house sound guy to kind of like elbowing my way back behind there Yeah. and just picked it up, you know, and then it was convenient for me to, you know, go to the promoter and get the money at the end of the night and, um, so it just be, you know, so I just, that's a, that's exactly how it happened. I mean, there, <laughs> there weren't like, there are a couple things that, that exist that are very, you know, prevalent now that weren't then, which would be like a place to go. Like if you want to be a sound guy, you can go to school now. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, and it's not that they didn't exist, but it wasn't really very well known. You know what I mean? And, and, um, and uh, you can go to school now from you, you know, for like uh, live entertainment management or, mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. There's all these, there's all these schools you can go to now for that kind of stuff. Um, and or other people kind of got would get started where they started working maybe just working in a in a, a warehouse for a sound company. Yeah. Then they'd start getting put on gigs, just wiring shit, and then yeah, yeah. slowly get to start working the, you know. And like I said, now everybody goes to school and then, um, but as I, as far, what I tell people is if you want to, you know, if you really want to get into this, then, and I know a lot of people that went this route as well, just try to get your, try to get a job at a local club. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like my, like, you know, that, that friend of mine, that, that guy, Jesse, mm -hmm. um, he started out as the, he was like the, uh, we, we, he was the, we'd call him the candy counter girl. You know, mm. like basically he worked the the candy counter and the soda yeah. at, you know, sell soda and candy at the TLA. Yeah. And then, you know, he'd want to be more, more involved. Just like, oh, well, you know what? Show up a couple hours earlier and help us push gear in the door. And then he started kind of getting interested in the lights. And Brownie, the lighting guy there, would just kind of take him under his wing and kind of show him how to do lights. And he also was in a band, a little, you know, he's in a, like a local band. And he, so he knows how to play some stuff. And... Now, I mean, he does everything from like, you know, hired gun. He was the hired gun for 303 for a while. He mm -hmm. was, uh, he goes out on tours and is a lighting guy or he's a monitor guy or he's the keyboard player. Like he, you yeah. know, he, uh, he, he, and now he's like just always out on tour, you know, and, and another kid, the, the stage man, the guy who's currently the stage manager for Sean Mendez is, a kid that was working at the TLA that when I first got hired for good Charlotte and they needed like, we needed a guy to help out. Then they, we can only pay him like $300 a week. I went to this 19 year old kid and was like, Hey, you want to, you want to go on tour? Like, yeah. yeah. You know? And then, you know, and now he's stage managing like, you know, big shows, you that, know? And I mean, and, that's what I've real, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but like so much of it is just being, a good person who wants to work. Um, like, exactly. I mean, there's so many people that, you know, we were on their first tour. I mean, even for us, it was like people that are like slightly younger than us that were on tour and they were like doing their first tour and they were just like trying to do everything. And maybe they were like, totally didn't know what was going on and just be like flying by the cedar pants, just like going for it. But they were just good people. And then all of a sudden they get one job that's like yeah. a little bit better. And then they get hired from this because it was like everyone's kind of this weird circle. Stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. it's just so much of just putting yourself into the spot. Yeah. And I mean, then I you think, get a job uh, like Brad. Brad Lake is really the perfect good, good example of like, I mean, the first time that you would have met him was on tour with us. Right. And he was Mayday's drum tech. Mm -hmm. But Brad hit me up when we started, when we were starting, like we yeah. were a band for like two months and he was hitting me up on MySpace being like, hey, uh, 
I just want, and he was like probably 16. He was like, hey, I just want to work if there's anything. And like, I remember thinking he was like, oh, he's kind of annoying. Like, he'd always hit me up. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, Persistent, whatever. But, you I was know, like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden he's out with, you know, Mayday or, and then All Time Low or whatever. And it's just like, holy shit, that yeah. dude, like, someone yeah. just said yeah to him. Yeah. And now he has a job. And now he's, yeah, now, now he's, he's out with 21 pilots. It's and, just like, yeah, and yeah, like, you know. making more money than you can spend, you know, like, just <laughs> yeah. killing it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. No, I mean, it is, um, you know, there are still people that do come up that way, and it's a matter of just be being willing to just jump in and help out, ask questions. Yeah. Um, and understand that it's going to take time. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's going to take... Especially if, you get, especially if you're talking about something technical, whether it's, whether it's becoming a guitar tech or, uh, you know, a backline tech or a sound guy or a lighting person. That's not like... You know, especially like, I mean, the thing about sound is, is it's like, well, you know, you can't tell how somebody else hears things. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So there is like a, um, you know, some people just won't be able to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, uh, they might be able to work for a sound company, but to actually mix, I mean, and, you know, I'm not think, thinking there's like a gift or anything like that, but some people just, and like, like being a lighting person, you know what I mean? Like I could go and I could like work, I could work a lighting console. I would love a, to see your lighting show. For a, I could work a lighting console for a show. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could step behind there and actually blink the lights and keep it somewhat in time with the music and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I mean, there's a, there's a whole thing about you, you've got to design it. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got to. Yeah. There's a whole design factor that you know I'm not. You know I'm not that guy. I'm not a. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So um, I just I, you, you know what I mean. And as far as the sound thing, it was just like. I mean, I just used to, I was like everybody else, you know, I just would go to a concert when I was a teenager and there'd be that area where people would stand out in the middle of the arena floor and obviously work, but I had no concept that, of, of a, of a mixing console yeah, and, yeah. you know, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, and, and it, and it just kind of like, I just got, you know what I mean? It just mm -hmm. kind of happened. And, and that's kind of the way everything has kind of happened. Like, you know, I, I, uh. You know, I was working for this little local band, and I they played at the Trocadero. They played some, like, 10-band show at the Trocadero, and some other guy from the city who was more of a national, you know, he would do mm -hmm. more, a little more national touring, he heard my mix, and he really liked it. And, you know, it was, so it was just like, hey, uh, you, could you, would you come on tour with me, you know, and I can pay you $50 a show, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a day, but yeah. a show, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it would be, and so I was just like, oh yeah, you know, so that was like my first paid tour gig was, was touring and doing sound for a three piece. So it was just the four of us. And, you know, I got, if we did four shows that week, I got $200. If we got five yeah. shows that week, I got $250, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing was kind of getting a, um, again, I, I, I got a job at it. My first house sound gig was at this little bar, the Kyber Pass in Philly the owner, the guy who, the current, the owner at the time had just bought it, um, wanted to, he had a second room where they, the bands would come in, they'd bring their own PA, and he'd see all these, couple hundred people coming in, paying money at the door, and he's just like, holy crap, I want to do, you know, I want to get in on that. So, my roommate was the bartender, I was the only guy he knew that did sound, even though I barely knew what I was doing. And yeah. he's like, so if I paid you, would you, and I put up some money, would you put a, would you install a PA and then work it? And I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, you know what I mean? And, you know, so I'll, he put up I'll some money, I picked, out, I, I picked out some stuff, we put it in, I'd work it, I'd blow it up. Uh, I'd learn why I blew, it, I blew it up, you know what I mean, and fix it, and then do it again, and then blow it up again for some other reason, and then fix it, you know, was smart enough to get, like, speakers that were like lifetime guarantee speakers you know and, and things like that so you know if you broke it they'd just replace it but um and but it was you know three bands a night six nights a week yeah so yeah. i'm mixing 18 bands a week um that so was a great how you figure it out that yeah, was a great yeah. learning experience you know? I mean, i'm that sure was, every band sound different so yeah. it's like oh one yeah dude has a there was there was grateful there were, there were grateful and, uh, dead yeah. cover bands yeah. and there were punk rock bands i mean yeah. you know like I mean, but this was also a place that, like, Smashing Pumpkins played there. And, yeah. Um, when, when they were playing in front of 200 people, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, Soul Asylum would mm -hmm. come in and, and the Rollins band, you know what I mean? Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of these small, you know, a lot of these bands were kind of coming in and playing these, you know, to 200 people or 150 people or whatever, and then ended up, you know, Blowing obviously up, getting yeah. bigger. 
And then that guy bought a, the Trocadero. It was like a 1,200 seat. So I went from 200 seater to a 1,200 seater. Yeah. You know, and then kind of ran that. And, um, you yeah. know, and then just, you, you, kept, you know, and then meeting other bands, getting other tours, and just kind of, just these doors kind of open or mm -hmm. present themselves. And you just have to decide whether you're going to step through it or not. And I've always felt like I was a little bit of a fraud the whole time yeah you know what i mean like oh, I, I still feel I, like yeah. that. I think i think that's how everybody feels about their their life life you know yeah, i yeah. think like yeah. every, everyone just always feels like they're just bullshitting bullshitting mm -hmm. and like yeah. and yeah yeah and, and faking it and they think that everybody has it figured out and, and they, they don't yeah they yeah, don't yeah. realize that like they don't you know <laughs> like yeah yeah i mean it you know and it, it and it's like you know you know and and going from that to like then all of a sudden doing bands that are like flying all over the world and doing all the major tv shows and, yeah. and arena I, tours how, and stuff like how, that and how, how much do you attribute uh you know i mean you just kind of happened upon good charlotte you know like uh, upon like like working for them when they when when they weren't weren't very big well and I literally had got, I was home for, I actually had been out on tour with Guar for a little while, but about two years, maybe a year and a half, something like that. And I was tour managing and doing front of house for them. And I was back in Philly and I was at the local, uh, I was, had been working for Electric Factory Concerts, which was the big promoter in Philly before Live Nation bought them out. And yeah. uh, I was literally, I was just standing in my friend's office and the head booking, the guy, the head buyer comes in. And he's like, oh, you're back. Yeah, you know, how did it go? Okay. Hey, you know what? This friend of mine has this new band. He's never managed a band before, and he's managing this band. Uh, they're, you know, they're on Epic, and they're probably going to do really well, and they need a guy to kind of take them out for the first time. Like, they've never been away from the area. And, and he has me call this guy Steve, right? And... Uh, so I'm talking to this guy Steve. There, you know, the it was good. It was good Charlotte, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking to this guy Steve, and and uh, and we're talking for like two or three minutes, and maybe about two or three minutes. And he's like, and and I'm like, this guy sounds familiar, you know. And and I'm talking to him for a while, and he's like, wait a minute, is this Gary Farinchek? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, is this Steve Feinberg? And he's like, yeah. And like years previous, he he worked at that. He was a he was a bar back and part-time bartender at that bar that I got my first house sound gig in. <laughs> wow. And he was in a band called the Chowderheads and I used to mix them like every, every, you know, every, <laughs> every so fuck? often and stuff like that. So, Good band so we were just like, oh my Chowderhead, God. You know? I like, I like, like well, that. come on up to New York, meet the guys, you know what I mean? And so I, you know, I went up to New York and I met them and, and they um, were like 18 or. Yeah. I think, yeah. well, I think Billy might've been 18. I mean, he might've yeah. been still been 17, but he was, he was probably 18. I mean, but he had just graduated high school like the month before I met them, you know? And, yeah. and then, uh, so it was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, the money was crap and the, it was back in a van and you yeah. know what I mean? But it was just kind of like, all um, right, you know, and, and then just kind of jumped in a van with good Charlotte. And were, were, were you looking at it? Like, did you feel like they had the potential to become bigger than anything that you'd done before. So that you thought that maybe that was like your ticket to, to, to being able to work at a well, bigger level I, I mean, or, that, or, or you didn't put that much. Yes. Thought into yes. It. And no, like I did because I felt like they had a machine behind them. Yeah. That seemed like it was going to, they were going to do well. But then when I actually, and I met them and they were fantastic, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was also kind of like, you know, I mean, it, it kind of like, I really did not know where music was going at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I really did not understand. And, and I heard their first song, you know, I heard like little, that song, Little Things. And, yeah. and I was just like, what? I don't even know what this is. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but I mean, but the thing is, is that also in Philly on the, in the, lo on the local, like alternative rock station. Yeah. They had they had gotten a copy of the Little Things demo mm -hmm. and were playing it in regular rotation wow. in Philly. And Philly was actually like DC says you know they broke, but Philly was actually the first town that they kind of really broke in. Um, and they were playing it throughout the year, you know, like on the station. And it was the second most requested song of the year. Wow! On this 
pretty major radio station in a in a major U.S. market, and so I mean, you know, so there's, I mean, yeah, so it, it really had a feel like, wow, this is really going to become something, but that, I, I I just didn't know, like they. Like one of the first tours we did was with with uh, Eve Six, and Eve yeah. Six was like they were just kind of getting, they were just about to plateau. Basically, you know, yeah, they had yeah. a couple, you know, and but it was just like the whole thing was like a lot of all these tracks, and and the drums were all samples. Like he, you, you know what I mean? And, and from Eve Six, Eve Six, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This is Eve Six. You know what I mean? And and uh, and I just kind of was just like, wow, this is really weird. Like. Is yeah. this like what direction is this going? Like, and is this what this band is going to be? Yeah. And then our next tour was the um, Phoenix TX New Fountain Glory tour, where a good Charlotte was playing playing second out of four, and that was just kind of like, okay, this is more like it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. just like you know, it, it's just in these just dirty clubs, playing. and yeah. and you know what I mean. And and the band and the GC guys learned a lot on that tour like mm -hmm. they they i think it really helped shape them as like it, that tour i think showed them what uh, what really playing live was all about yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like because they were you know they they would do i mean they would put out a good you know they would do a good thing but they were also the band that had like the kids lined up around the corner yeah you know what i mean and and, and yeah. doing great on mer you know what i mean and, and stuff like that so but yeah i mean it was pretty quick where I saw like, wow, okay, I really do feel good about this. Did a couple other tours. They did a tour with a uh, supporting MXPX and that went really well. And, um, yeah, a couple other things over the year and then did warp tour two years in a row. And, and then by that time, I mean, of course, you know, we did, we did warp tour. The first warp tour we did, we probably had the shittiest bus on the tour, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then civic tour and then, just it was just a re you know yeah you know, it, it just yeah. went you know you know uh i remember when um lifestyles broke you know yeah. what i mean and then it was just not it was just yeah it was 150 miles an hour for like year a few years after that like yeah. all year long you know so it, yeah. it it did it definitely it i mean personally i i'm glad i i was with the, i ended up being with them for almost nine years and and it was a then and it was just it was great the entire time yeah, and right. i was fortunate to have hooked up with something like that 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 once you know that that took me all over the world for right. for that long so and do you have because this is going to be a funny uh contrast here in a second but um do you do you have a anything that comes to mind from your time with with them that was just they were doing things that a an insane you know level playing every award show playing you know arenas everywhere do you have like the one thing that sticks out the, the most is like this was just the craziest i i i didn't think i'd be a part of something like you know like j just just some some guy from you know new jersey doing doing sound ended up with all these people uh, that you felt like you didn't belong with or, or, well, you know, well, yeah, I mean, we did like uh, they, one year they were invited to, or Benji and Joel were invited to play acoustic at the Neo, that Neil Young bridge school benefit. Oh yeah. So, you know, we got to like, you know, we were flown in, you know, um, we, we go to Neil Young's house for dinner, <laughs> you know, and there's like, you know, Crosby, Stills and Nash are there and, and just all, you know, Linda Ronstadt's there and Emmylou Harris is there and just like all these like, you know, just huge, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was like, all right, this is really surreal. This is. And didn't you talk this. to Neil? Oh, yeah. A few mm -hmm. times. He kept creeping up on me. Like he, he, like I, I, like I'm standing in his den. Like he's got like, he's, his whole record collection is just sitting right there. And I'm just kind of looking at his record. I'm in there. I'm in this room all alone. And I'm like kind of looking at Neil Young's record collection. And then. Then like I I kind of feel this presence and I turn around and he's just standing there like looking at me, you know and and I was just like oh you know and he's like oh no no you know you keep you know you're well you know and I was just you know and then it's just small talk small talk you know like wow you have a lot of really great records oh thank you you know and, I, and then um uh you know a little bit later on I'm looking at a car he's got and uh, out in the driveway this like freshly restored like late fifties jeepster you know it's just uh willie's jeepster and i'm looking at that and then all of a sudden he's there just like you know and i'm just like neil oh, young you know. had a crush on you gary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's telling me about how he drove you know he drove that car from la up to where he currently lives in like the like 67 or 68 and he's had it ever since and jesus christ you know and wow. then uh 
we were at the show and they they did a thing they do a like a silent auction thing and there's this one huge poster almost not quite life size but this massive poster of of Neil Young playing some concert like from 40 years ago like early 70s and uh you know got the long hair and the sideburns are just like yeah. massive you know and uh and I'm looking at that and I'm just looking at it and I'm looking at other stuff and I'm I'm looking at the picture and then I and then he's right there he's like you know and I'm like oh uh, I was just like so um I was like, that's that's quite a, that's quite the, quite the the set Look. of chops you got going yeah. on there, you know. And uh, he's like, yeah. I was like, so what year? And he's like, well, yeah. I he's like, I pretty much gauge the year by the sideburns. Like that's, <laughs> he's like, I I think they're like about nineteen seventy two sideburns right there. You know? Oh and, my god. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just really kind of surreal the, the going to George Lucas's house thing. Yeah, uh, you, watching the new Revenge Star Wars Sith, movie, yeah. Revenge of the Sith, with him and the producers and the good Charlotte guys, and that would fuck yeah. me up. <laughs> yeah, that was you know, and they you know they played they played uh, they played uh, on TRL that day, you know, which is kind of funny because the whole TRL thing where I don't know if I'm exposing anything, but you know, I didn't sign an NDA, so you know, where it's like two weeks before an episode of TRL and. We already knew we were going to be number one (laughs) because we were playing the song live. Uh, I think We we Believe was was the song that they played at the Mm. time. Um, They fucking lied to us. Yeah, TRL was... They fucking lied to us, Pat. (laughs) Whenever a band band played live on TRL, it was booked like a week or two before. So, (laughs) you know, they... They do. They kind of knew who was going to win, you yeah. know, like weeks ahead of time, even though it was supposed to be yeah. that day. But uh, all right, your childhood so, fails. So going from all of those crazy experiences, and then uh, deciding to come on tour with us and be in a van and be um, staying. You know, I I remember one one particular uh, interesting time of a. Uh, being in a uh, uh, San Antonio at this at this hotel that was like uh, it was like uh, tropical. Uh, I remember. Themed. I remember tropical and murals all over the walls. Tropical murals over the yeah, walls yeah. and um, hardcore you know, porn was only, <laughs> porn the only on the thing TV. on the TV. There was like uh, burns in the toilet seats and people doing drugs and cockroach. Dude, I slept cockroaches. I slept with all like my clothes on cigarettes. and a hoodie. And I was like, oh, God, I was, I was terrified. Um, so, and and making a uh, quarter of the money, maybe. Um, what, what, uh, why? Um, <laughs> why? 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 Why would you decide well, to, to, to A, because you guys are kind of like infectious and, you know, and you have a way of, of endearing yourselves to, to people where they'll do things that they never thought they would ever do. <laughs> um, so you have a way of doing that. And yes, it was kind of nutty. I mean, keep in mind that, you know, at least for the, a good portion of it, I I had the pleasure of rooming with Pat, which, yeah. you know, was could be pretty uh, interesting at times. Just uh, Pat's pretty interesting character. Always <laughs> got something always got something going on, some weirdness going on. Um, again, back in the day, you know, the, yes. these, are, these are younger these are younger days. You know, now the main are all like old, like thirty and pre thirty year old, you know, <laughs> men. You know, um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think that well, I, I mean, also at the time, I mean, remember, I, you know, I so I'd gone, I was with Good Charlotte for a while, and then I was also kind of like dabbling with uh, Metro Station, right? Mm-hmm. I you know, I mean, I had been working with uh, Metro Station a little bit at the time, and then. Um, uh, and then I kind of went from that and then worked for, worked with you guys and Selena Gomez, like simultaneously. Like I would go from, I'd be, I'd, I'd go do a couple, a week or so of shows with Selena Gomez. And then I would fly in and then do like, you know, I was, cause I, we were, what was that tour that, was that the, the, um, boys like girls, Cobra Starship? Yeah, it's the OP tour, uh, a rock to the moon. Right, right. It was yeah. uh, October of two thousand nine, actually. And, yeah, and, yeah. And I was kind of like coming in and out of that tour, 
because you know I'd be out with you guys for a couple weeks, oh, and then yeah. I would I would go for a weekend and do uh, you know I'd have to do like maybe a couple fly dates with Selena Gomez, and then yeah. so that was interesting too, kind of like going from that Disney pop world back to the main, yeah, and yes. then the main world, yeah. and then back to you know what I mean, and and I I uh, and then at one point I I kind of she was getting too busy and you guys were getting too busy and I chose you guys uh <laughs> and uh i i mean i don't know there's a little bit of the keeping it real aspect of it i mean it it's not a there certainly it certainly wasn't nearly as glamorous but there's also you know a little bit of um you know what i mean like like but it's all but it was also like i don't know like uh just more fun you know what i mean like more like what it's you know the shows were always a little bit more about you know what it you know more of it was just a rock show you know what I mean yeah, more about yeah. what it's about you know what I mean when you're you're doing that pop stuff and you know and I had a a good time doing that as well but yeah. you know this was just you know I could feel I could be a little more passionate about it you know but what I mean th- that's I mean that that's right when kind of the turn for us happened too so that's like right yeah right when we kind of were getting well. Yeah, it was it was I've, kind of like when when we were we were getting a little um, disillusioned with the music industry or whatever, you know, and 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 kind of were up, upset with the the record label and kind of going off in these weird directions and writing songs like Ice Ice Cave and stuff. And I think that but you, you had a huge you, influence. You being on that. around was kind of uh, having someone that like kind of encouraged us to like branch out and like helping us like you know you help you helped us uh we we flew out to set up the studio um here in arizona that then we wrote uh pioneer at you know and just like having you around to like encourage us to like go down a weird (laughs) not a weird but a different path here's some here's some like some like like music that we might not know, you know. I mean, like, do you do you do you remember, kind of, you know? I, I we we also built the studio at my house, right? And you, and like like a lot of songs on Pioneer were were written right there mm-hmm. or or in that that other house that, that farm, we built, the, yeah, the, the farmhouse, old, that farmhouse, yeah. Do you do you remember like that? What you were thinking when, as like we were going, well, like when we, when you I heard mean, Ice K and we started. You know, obviously, I had I knew you guys before you signed to Warner. Yeah. Um, and then I was, and then, and then you guys signed. I wasn't really in the, you know, I was still associate. You know what I mean? I was yeah, still yeah. like keeping up with you, but I, I, but I wasn't like actually working with you or whatever. You signed and you kind of started that down that path. Yeah. But then I, I kind of, I guess I was touring with you by the time that. Black you and went and came out. you went and you know what I mean. Then you stopped. Yeah. And you went to record um, with uh, Howard yeah. and yeah. all that. So it was kind of in that. And then remember doing like the their record, the twenty four hours with the main, you know, yeah. and record release thing and all that stuff. So, so I got to see that that like that part yeah. that swiftly went to what the fuck are we doing? You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? And and uh, thank you for, you know, for sharing the blame <laughs> with me for uh, the reason some, that of those, we some haven't of those became, decisions. That we haven't became a, a really uh, popular band. But um, no, I mean, I think that you guys did what you needed to do for you. You know what I mean? For yeah. your ba- you and your band. I, you know, had you had you stuck with that, I mean, you might not even be a band anymore. No, I don't 100% think we would not. So, um but yeah, you know, and and uh, um, you know, watching you guys grow musically, you mm-hmm. know, from you know can't you know starting you know with from can't stop won't stop up to where you are now, and 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 seeing the uh, the metamorphosis, as it were, yes, <laughs> to what you've become, you know, and and uh, I mean, I I think there's always there was always a thing, another thing that it kind of attracted me to to just working with you guys is. Um, is just the like let's do you know you, there was always like a different idea you know what I mean and and, and every tour would had a completely different approach to it and the the constant not total reinvention but you know yeah. you know what I mean like you know it, it every record is 
it is it's its own record you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you don't like your your next record isn't going to sound like your last record yeah, you know and, yeah. and um so there's always you know there's there's always this kind of fresh feel to everything and um this passion that you guys had that you still have mm-hmm. that a lot of bands 10 years on you know or more than that actually as far as being a band yeah. uh don't have you know what i mean a lot of bands still are still doing it but they're just They've just kind of fallen into like a, a, a groove, into, or, a groove or a rut, yeah, depending yeah. on whether your glass is half empty or half yes, full. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, just do what they do. You know what I mean? You guys, you're always, again, you're always kind of like keeping it exciting. And and uh, and that was something that really kind of attracted me to, to being around. You know what yeah. I mean? And... and um, and then also, like when you guys were on that soundtrack of the summer tour, seeing the joy that you guys were bringing, were were getting out of what you were doing every day, but the, but also the joy that you were bringing mm-hmm. and and sharing, you know what I mean, with not just with your fans, but just kind of like the great vibe that you guys were giving off to to all of us, also kind of made you guys like it. it it made me like it. Kind of reminded me. It was like a after a very long hard. And when I say hard, it wasn't. I don't mean bad that in a bad way. But it was a slog. That like that year was a was a. I mean, you know, we were doing things like with with Good Charlotte. We were doing things like three TV shows in three different countries in one day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or. Uh, okay, we got to play this gig in London, and then we have to get to the airport in forty minutes, and get on a plane, and then go to some other country, and do something. You know what I mean? Or two festivals in two different countries in one day. You know what I mean? So like insane, we were doing stuff like that all the time, and it was exciting, and uh, you Tiring. know, they're, they're, and and but but also exhausting. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's kind of like. It's kind of like when you you kind of get together and you you okay we're gonna do this you know and you do yeah. it and it's successful mm-hmm. and you get a lot of energy out of that and all that kind of stuff but when you're doing that constantly, it can be, it can just be draining you know what I yeah. mean physically and mentally draining. Yeah. Um, whereas again, so you know we went into that soundtrack of the summer tour just very already kind of beat up from the previous year and, um, you guys kind of like brought this really awesome energy that you couldn't help but just spread and it was again it was kind of just a reminder of what it's you know what it's all about and 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 so that's i know you say you guys say that you got a lot from from me or and from mark holloway the tour manager helped you guys out a lot and and the good charlotte guys took you under their wing and and it's kind of funny because Everybody, you know, bringing you guys onto that tour, it was just kind of like, okay, uh, you know, I was like, oh, geez, we got to have this fourth band, you know, and, and then uh, almost immediately, you know, the, the, you know, the pretty much the good Charlotte camp, like, it was almost like we adopted you guys, like you guys were like, you guys were like, you guys were like puppies, yeah, you guys were like puppies, oh, puppies. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's, it's one of, just thinking back on it, it's just like, I I feel so different than that, but I I also don't like. It's such a strange because it doesn't feel that far off. Like yeah, it was I, I the ten thing, years ago, but it's really gone by fast. Yeah, and the thing Absolutely. you know, I, the, I feel like at least in me, like I don't feel like we lost all of that thing. But like no, you know, like, we are, you know we're, we're, we're still ex- excited about about yeah well i mean you guys have you guys still have part of that which is part of why you're still i mean not only are you guys just still a band but you're still keeping it new and fresh and you still are like you don't come home from a tour and run away from each other yeah Yeah. or run away from the band you know what i mean you come home from a tour and you all still live in the same general area and you still you know, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to go, you know, so-and-so is going to have a get-together and you're, most of you or all of you are, are going to be there and, and you do your basketball thing, which is, (laughs) is, which is incredible. You know what I mean? It's just a basketball game, you know what I mean? But it's just really awesome that you guys still keep it together as a, you know, like you're, you're still, you're, you're, even when you're home, you're still a group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're still like a, you're a group of individuals that make a single 
entity that you that does not just fragment mm-hmm. when you get off the bus and get home. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and so that's, you know, you guys are all part of each other's lives. And, and that's something to be, you know, that's something that I think keeps you guys where you're at and and able to just just keep this thing going and, and still do well and, and be happy yeah. in what you're doing. Yeah. Do you, um, do you have any story that you like um, that is appropriate? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I not mean, banana farts? Yeah, not banana farts or not like us having a... a B- blunt smoking contest in, in Amsterdam and me <laughs> me freaking out more than everybody else that was on mushrooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any stories um, that people maybe wouldn't wouldn't know about us or is there any um, um any th- or like I guess any like memories that you you think you'll you'll always have from your time w- w- with with us on tour any kind of insight on any of us that would be interesting for um well people? i mean it's kind of hard to hard to think about with you know what i mean without being able to give it a like yeah. you know on the spot i yeah. mean for me it was just i mean I th- well, well, part of it, one thing is, is that like it's funny how much I thought I knew you guys before I actually got on a bus with you, and then <laughs> like when I actually got on a bus with you and and really kind of was with you at all times. Yeah. Um, and then getting on airplanes with you, and and you know what I mean, and and be, you know, I I was just like, wow, these guys are pretty freaking batty, like you, you know what I mean, like but in a good way, you know, in a good fun way, <laughs> in a good fun way, but. Um, <laughs> you know, and and then like, uh, and then also meeting like your families and your, yeah, your yeah. and your and your friends from home and and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like, wow, this is like a pretty incredible group of people that are really freaking awesome, but silly as all as hell. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Hearing, I'm just hearing, to, yeah. hearing like you and Tim talk <laughs> oh like, well yeah tim and funniest. i like just argue <laughs> incessantly but you know there's always there's always somebody in a group that will all end up like <laughs> arguing with all the time you know but um <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i mean um i mean seeing i mean going to brazil with you guys for the first time like your first mm-hmm. time in brazil yeah was just insane yeah like that's something that'll really I mean, everything kind of, you know, I mean, our whole time together is, is stuck, you know, is, is, is definitely in there. But like, but going to Brazil with you guys for the first time and then you guys encountering that, like, I mean, you, you know, you guys are, have been one of those bands that from the first time I saw you, even though you were, you know, you were just like this, 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 this little band mm-hmm. at the, when I first met you, you still had this core following you know what i mean you had this you had this this group of crazy people that like you know were just all about you Mm -hmm. and you know and and thank you know and the thank the internet for that you know what i mean but like um but then see and again the internet you know you're going to brazil and you guys being like if you know what i mean it was i would almost liken it to the 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 films you see of like the beatles yeah. When they first came to New York or, you, you know what I mean? Like, In I mean, my just head, the, that's the yeah. only thing I can kind of even sort, to, yeah. sort of I, I compare I mean, just the to. insanity of the people, of the, just the, like, the massive crowds outside the hotel and, and uh, you know, almost like the feeling of danger. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, not the, you know, like, not your typical, like, you know, how they warn you, like, in, you're in Brazil. Oh, don't go out. Of, you yeah. know what I mean? Stuff like that. You're going to get mugged or whatever. But, but I just mean, like. You know, especially, and then being with, like, you know, there's just me and Pat, and, you know, Pat will, I mean, you might have been, you know, you might be, like, two or three pounds heavier than you were in, you know, 2010 or whatever, 2011, but, um, you know, so, like, Pat, who who, who just, like, could be trampled, <laughs> like, like in a second, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, so I'm just thinking about, oh, my God, like, I need to like grab a hold of this guy's belt or something like I, I need yeah. to make sure that this guy doesn't get sucked in and <laughs> but yeah I mean it was just like just that whole that whole thing was just absolutely nuts 
Um, and, uh, um, yeah. And, 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 and the, and the, like again, bring it like the whole internet thing is uh, a crazy development that didn't use, you know what I mean? Like didn't yeah. exist when I first started. And then I didn't realize the power of the internet until I started working with Good Charlotte. Like, yeah. um, I remember, um, sorry to kind of get off track here, oh. but like uh, uh, one time uh, it was, you know, Benji had the pink spot for yeah, like yeah. the first couple years of yeah, the band. Yeah. He had the pink spot in his yeah. hair. And um, I was in Philly just. Basically, I just had Benji and Joel in Philly doing press, like doing some interviews and stuff like that. So basically, I had to cart them around and get them from place to place. And they were, they had been set up to get a haircut. They were each going to get a haircut. So I took them to this place. They get a haircut. Benji decides to go with a green spot instead of the pink spot. <laughs> we walk out of the bar, out of the salon, and with, within 20 minutes... I get a phone call from the manager, from Steve, the manager from New York. Tell me Benji doesn't have a green spot. I'm like, I'm like looking around. I'm like, what, what the hell are you, how do you, he's like, I, it, somebody posted, you know, or somebody, I don't know what you would yeah. post on the, in, in the year 2000, but whatever. I don't even know. Um, live journal. Yeah, yeah or something. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, he knew within 20 minutes. That's fucking crazy. And you know what I mean. I, and and I really had no cons. I you know I yeah. I think I owned my first computer for like, let you know a month at that point. You know yeah. what I mean. Like, so but um but yeah so but uh, but the, you know the the internet obviously has a lot to do with you know the I mean you know every band can be widely known all over the world without ever even leaving their hometown. Which yeah. Is, which is which is nuts. Totally. Uh, well, yeah, I, uh, I guess I, I just want to say thank you, and I hope, I hope that you understand how much of an impact that you've had on our band and us as people. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I, I don't think you would be here with, with, without, without you being a part of what, what, what we've done. So I definitely, we, I we definitely have my life pre-Gary and then post-Gary. Well, I, that's, and, and I kind of consider you guys mm. the same way though. You know, you guys have added, you know what I mean? It's just like, you guys are so much younger than I am, but yet, y you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, you know, you guys don't seem ageist at all. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you, you know, you're, you're very welcoming and, and, uh, you the guys have been, not yeah, ageist. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, you guys, I would say, have probably have done as much for me as as I've apparently done for you, and I mm. I appreciate that as well. Well, well we Thank love you, you, Gary. Love we you love guys you. too. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're gonna. And you start. did a podcast. There yeah, you go. You did a podcast. Now my first one. Now we're gonna start working on the uh, f finishing up the old uh, warp tour set list here. So. Fuck. All right. We have we have just too many songs now. It's hard to, it's hard to pick an eight song set. There are seven songs. Seven. I remember the you guys having to come up with a one hour set. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were freaking out in Philly. That? In Philly, yeah. the Electric Factory. Yeah, that was N now it's very like, difficult. Yeah. Now it's oh like, my god, I can't. How are we going to play for a whole hour? And now yeah. it's like I don't. Yeah. I think we how, talked, how are we only going to play for an hour? We talked a lot that night. Yeah, John said a lot of words just, just to kill time. Yeah, yeah. that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, alright. That's it. Thanks. Later. Bye.